2: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
1: Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Oh, hey chickens More thoughts and theories about the Eve of the Daleks um, <laughs> So Paul sent me an email uh, Which is lovely He says good morning Adam And this was not, not this morning uh, <laughs> I have a backlog. Um, He says, I thought I'd share some of what I took away from Eve of the Daleks. As with the previous two Dalek specials, I felt the threat wasn't realised. They arrive, make poor conversation, (laughs) kill, reset, and then by the end turn into fireworks. Not much from the most dangerous species in the universe. I've only been watching Doctor Who since 2011. Oh, welcome aboard! Um, So I don't feel any type of nostalgia with Dalek stories. Maybe last century they worked within Classic Who, but now Daleks are just embarrassing and a waste 50-odd minutes. (laughs) Well, I totally get that, Paul. I totally understand that. The thing was, like, in the 60s, they were in it all the time. Like, they turned up sometimes twice a year. Um, So, it was, you know, it became kind of... It started to wear on people a bit. Um, Also, I think Terry Nation wanted to take them and try and make a thing with them in America. So, they disappeared. So, Evil of the Daleks, which I did a few weeks ago for uh, watching the Animated Reconstruction, was the last Dalek story until the 70s. Like, they weren't in it for about three or four years. Um, And then they were in it, like, every year for a couple of years. And then they disappeared for five years. Like, they didn't turn up in the show For another five years. Like, there's really only two um, Tom Baker stories with Daleks in them. Am I right? Yeah. There's the Genesis of the Daleks and Destiny of the Daleks. And Destiny of the Daleks was uh, script edited by Douglas Adams and it gets a bit silly. Um, In places. So, yeah, it's... they're, They're really... We kind of weren't oversaturated with them. And then they started to turn up a little bit more. I think there were, I think, oh no, there was only one Davison Dalek story and one Colin Baker one um, and one Sylvester McCoy one. So, yeah, they weren't in it all the time. So I think that was part of the, you know, the excitement of them was that. We didn't see them every week. So when they did turn, I was like, oh, my God, the Daleks are back. Whereas now it's like, oh, yeah, the Daleks are in it because they're in it every season. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes like as, um, you know, Moffat kind of judiciously used them as background characters occasionally, you know, like there's a stone one down the corridor or the... You know, there was the one that was just fighting some villains um, in a corridor in season ten, uh, but I think then that there was one that was in the the "Twice Upon a Time" one turned up. So yeah, they're kind. Of, he he was kind of sparing with them, but I have heard a rumor, and I don't know how true it is, that part of the condition of getting the rights to use them is that the BBC have to use them in every series of Doctor Who. Uh, at least once otherwise um, they revert back to the estate of Terry nation I don't that could be uh, completely made up um, and the reality could be that the BBC insists there are Daleks in every every season because they are really high selling toys <laughs> because collectors love a Dalek um, so who knows what the reality is but I totally get you that they can seem um, a little worn out when you see them all the time um, Paul goes on time loop stories are littered throughout science fiction so trying to be different than what has come before isn't easy sometimes one character remembers maybe two possibly a character and villain however for all characters and villains it didn't work uh, this avoided explaining everything every time the loop restarted but resulted in a scooby-doo in and out back and forth up and down mess it was a little scooby-doo like I would have you know I'd, I think it's love and monsters where they run in and out of the doors like scooby-doo and <laughs> I'm like, I don't mind that every now and again. Um, The one-minute countdown was acceptable to ramp up the consequences, though I don't think it was explained why the TARDIS created a bubble unless it was because of the Dalek threat. I think, basically, the TARDIS saw the Doctor get killed and was like, well, I can wind back because I'm the TARDIS and I have control of time. Um, I can wind back about five minutes before this happened and hopefully um, she will sort things out while I'm reconfiguring my insides and falling apart Um, that's my theory anyway that's that's how I think it works, is that the TARDIS like, kept resetting it, hoping the Doctor would find a solution after her many deaths. Regardless, Paul says, I didn't feel the tension. Um, he also says, where the special really put me off was, apart from the first few deaths in the loops, the character's blasé nature about repetitively dying and by the end laying around on chairs, essentially going from being murdered by the Daleks to being in a way complicit, complicit in their own deaths, rub me the wrong way. It could just be me who thought this way. No, no, no. Other people were not into it. Paul also says I do acknowledge the many Doctor Who deaths, episode after episode, and also <laughs> that it's only fiction. Yes, there are many deaths in every episode. Like that was that was my favourite thing about Doctor Who as a kid was that people died. Like most of the shows I watched, no one died. Um, for instance, Scooby Doo. Like you know, it seemed like there were deaths, but there were never deaths. Um, uh, Paul said I only had one theory prior to the special, which was that the even the title didn't. Just just refer to News Eve, but the fact that the new Dalek was a female named Eve. This didn't eventuate. Oh, I love that theory, though. That's cool. Um, the mentioning of Jeff every other sentence got tiresome very quickly. Yeah, Jeff was like a, a funny, like that's a funny sitcom idea, but stretched out over 50 minutes, it became quite tiresome. I was like, yeah, shut up, Jeff. Shut up about Jeff. We get it. Jeff's got some weird stuff in this building. Um, so, yeah, that would have been fine in a 25-minute comedy thing but because this was trying to be an action show and a comedic show like i felt like yeah, they did, they did over-egg that particular Jeff pudding. Um, Damo says, uh, this is in the Adam Richard Has a Theory Facebook group. Uh, I don't know if I have a theory from the New Year's special. I do, however, love a stuck-in-a-time-loop story. And the decaying time loop added a nice bit of tension. I thought the story was a nice self-contained romp for New Year's. And I like to think that Sarah was nicer to Nick at some point when they first met, leading to the feelings he has. <laughs> Yeah, it was, like, weird. Why was he in love with her? She was so mean. Um, still, I'm pretty sure he's a serial killer. Uh, everyone does. Uh, who just believes the guy storing trophies from women in a storage locker when he says, they're all still alive? <laughs> that is a loud note from me. Four out of five sonic screwdrivers. I had fun. Oh, thanks, Tavo. Uh Bert said, OMG! Exclamation mark. Um, and in capital letters. I mean, it is an initialism, I suppose. Uh, even though escaping the TARDIS only lasted seven seconds, not since trip through the robot, in Lost in Space has there been such a great escape scene oh wow um, Eve of the Daleks is so much fun for so many reasons least of them being Ashling B and I don't think the Daleks have ever been as terrifying and as funny Daleks do not store stuff hilarious <laughs> There was, there was some very funny Dalek lines. Like that, I sometimes get a bit thingy with, you know, I'm happy for the human characters to be hilarious, but when the Daleks become funny, I'm like, uh, now the, the whole world is funny. Like this is why I sometimes have issues with things like City of Death because I'm like... Why does that guy keep jumping through the windows? That, that seems stupid. Um, because, you know, when I was 10 and the show was very important to me, it had to be serious. <laughs> Even though sometimes, like, I didn't mind the Doctor being ludicrous. Um, but, I, yeah, when the when the monsters were ludicrous, I was like, no, this should not be silly. Um, you know, because sometimes you'd, I'd watch the Tomorrow People, um, which was on, I think it was on Channel 7. It was kind of like, you know, the other Doctor Who kind of thing that was on. And every now and again they had like puppet monsters. I was like, no, no, I don't believe that puppets are threatening the world. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I just got upset about the puppets. Um, James, as I mentioned in the last podcast, says, "Gasp!" Exclamation mark. I mean, fun episode, but sea devils. <laughs> um, and then I am not Nick. Says Nick Briggs. Oh yes, <laughs> the character was called Nick and the Dalek said I am not Nick which is hilarious because the guy who does the voices of the Daleks is Nicholas Briggs who of course is Nick so when he says I am not Nick really he is Nick Um, which again pulls you right out of it now I'm upset with it (laughs) no I still enjoyed it (laughs) I've got to watch it again Um, so yeah uh, more thoughts and theories (laughs) the next episode Um, I would love you to just jump on the Facebook group if you want send me an email theory at adamrichard.com.au or you can send me a tweet you can jump into my Instagram DMs I love when people jump into my DMs or you can just message me on my Facebook page fabulous Adam Richard on Facebook Uh, it has been fun like I'm enjoying this Um, I'm gonna go on a bit of a holiday but I have done some pre-recording for next week's episodes so I'm watching the the Blu-ray of Galaxy 4 that uh, lovely Matt from Patreon has facilitated in me receiving. Thank you, Matt. Um, So, yeah, if you've got a copy of that, you can watch along or you can just listen to me, you know, whinge about cartoons.
2: luxury quality within reach go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order quince.com slash style
0: it's the kia summer sticker sales event so give your friends something to look at like a BB with an ocean view an endless field of wildflowers or a sunset that needs no filter